Hey guys, hope you guys are all having a fantastic Monday. Um, I worked on some stuff over the weekend and I've been trying to find more uh, inspiration over the weekend. And I found something interesting um, actually on my laptop is where I found inspiration. And it wasn't even in my laptop, it was on my laptop physically because I like to collect the um, any fortune cookies that are just spot on and a part of my life that are Speaking to me in a way normally fortune cookies don't, because usually they're like, oh, well, you're going to, something really cryptic or something's kind of strange, like, oh, you will find um, a rock in your shoe or something strange. But mine, the six that I have, they've, over my whole life, I've only collected six fortune cookies, and it's because they all applied to my life and apply to me. So they hit me in a way that nothing else has. And, um, so I read something recently and I'm not superstitious. I do, however, believe words are said and certain things and people come into our lives to teach us something. I opened a fortune cookie and it said, it's time to rekindle an old friendship. And it struck a chord, but it also left me asking questions like, how could I do that when everyone from my past I've cut off because they were no longer friends to me or have obliterated my trust? So I decided to explore that more, and I wrote something that can respond to that in the best way I can, or in the best way I know how. So here we go. This one's called Unfortunate Cookie, question mark. If I tried to look inside myself and find a way to forget how you treated me, I'd already be in your life. We would be spending so much time together, it would boggle both of our minds, because that's what friends are. They are there in any way they can be. But if I took this advice, I'd undo the progress I've made over the course of years up until lately. And I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to hurt you. Um, hurt your feelings because you aren't listening anyway. But this could never be possible. To be your friend would take all that I have left to give away. So I wrote that in the mindset of, hey, um... I have peace about where I am in my life right now. I have peace about situations that I would in the past have panicked about. Things that would have just... The person I am now, I'm trying to say, I would I would have rushed into situations to get out of the situation that I was in. Or that I am in. And um, I learned my lesson, obviously. Because I'm not that same person. I'm not going to rush into something else because I'm anxious to get to where I need where I need to be where my faith says I'm going to be placed. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to listen this time. I'm going to be patient. I'm going to read positive verses that help me to maintain a positive thinking space. And um, remember to pray, wait, and trust. Because that's what I've been seeing over and over again in every part of my life. And at church, um, and Pinterest, when I immediately just load up a random page and I load up my, my feed for all the stuff I like to look at, um, as far as boards go. And literally everything that I look around with, I don't even have to like, look, I'm just glancing up at something. It always ends up and with some kind of interpretation of pray, wait, and trust. Be patient, basically, and wait on what I have for you. Because you know why the devil's trying so hard to bring you down. He's he's really trying to take your life. But he can't have it. Because, um, because he can't. Because I know 
whose I am. And a lot of people in my age range um, that I've met, maybe it's different everywhere else, but people that I've met, they're, they're ashamed um, of their faith or they think it's embarrassing to say, oh, well, you know, I love God and I love my faith and I go to church and all that stuff or they don't believe, period. And that's fine. But my faith has got me through everything. So, of course, I have, I've had people in my life who don't always agree with what I agree with. And that's fine. That's just the way people are. Everybody's different. Um, but I'm not going to ever abandon my faith or, or try to hide it. Because people may feel, dif- feel differently about it or makes them uncomfortable. That's not my problem. You know? Um, like, am I going to hide the tattoos on both my wrists because it makes you uncomfortable that I have faith? No. No, I'm not. Um... If it makes you uncomfortable, don't look at my arms. Um, if how I am bothers you, don't look at me. Because I'm at a point in my life where I'm trying to find peace in every aspect of my life. I'm trying to find peace emotionally, mentally, physically, every way, every which way, every every kind of facet of my life. I'm trying to maintain peace. And if you're somebody who just wants to bring in negativity, if you're somebody who wants to make me feel unsafe, make me feel scared, because you just your behavior is scary, um... And you think it's normal, not cool. If you're somebody who tries to make me feel like I'm crazy for how I was treated in the past, even though everyone that I've met has said that behavior made them crazy, not you. It's funny uh, how that sounds. But ultimately, I'm trying to keep my head above the water like everybody else. And when I write, it really helps me to find peace. I'm getting everything that's been building up in my head out on paper. I'm tapping it up. It's getting out of my head on paper onto the computer. It's staying there. And that way it's more space for me to just be able to breathe mentally because it's, it's, it gets hard to breathe nowadays. There's so many, man, there's so many terrible things that just keep happening and it's literally out of everyone's control. Even people who have the power to change it, they're not doing anything. So it's all you can do at the end of the day is whatever gives you peace. But for me, that's praying. So I get up every morning. I pray. Before you leave the bed, I'm praying. I pray before bed. That helps me find peace. I pray throughout the day. Because some days, I don't even know how I'm supposed to function when I'm in my head as much as I am. And I try not to be. I try to keep my mind focused on positive things. I try to be a uh, an optimist instead of a pessimist because there's a song by Paramore um, the title is called for a pessimist and pretty optimistic and that's pretty much me um, I'm going to give positive advice out the wazoo I'm going to be giving positive advice left and right because I'm a nice positive person but towards myself it's totally different um, It's I'm a pessimistic op- optimist that's just the way I am <laughs> um but I do always try to keep everyone that's that I know um, and everyone that has been a part of my life at some point in my prayers because that ultimately helps me find peace too because it, it's really hard. I can't even imagine what everybody's going through. Um, I just watched, so there's a reason why I stay informed. I get like the AOL highlights. And yes, I do still use AOL because I've been using it since I was like in middle school. So I'm going to still use it now. So that just outs my age. Yeah, I'm 27. But 
what helps me um, to stay positive, even in the face of all the, the highlights that I get. Really not highlights, they're lowlights, they're really depressing. But I just end up turning some positive music on, praying, writing down something that's related to really what's going on everywhere. And um, getting it out on paper and, and finding inspiration and different things and going outside like today where I am there's a fabulous breeze outside so I'm gonna go sit outside um I'm gonna read I got a book over the weekend and it's by one of my favorite authors and it's a collab with two other authors and it's basically the title is called um she where is it she's she is found in these words some the title I don't want to butcher it but I'm pretty sure that's the title and it's um it's by three different authors it's R.H. Sin um, Amanda, first name's Amanda, I can't remember the last of it, um, and then the last author is, I think it's Drake, last name is Drake, I'm not sure, I think it's something Drake, but, it'd be Adam Drake, I'm not sure, but it's really powerful stuff, and, uh, I pick up books by how they hit me, by if I just flip through a page, and it takes me to the right page where I need to read it in the point of my life, that applies to me directly and I just get goosebumps just from reading it and I don't usually get goosebumps yeah that's the book I'm gonna get because the poem hit me like a ton of bricks and it's applying so directly to my life that I'm like wow this guy gets it and he's a male author as as far as poetry goes that's amazing to me because he he really understands how much oh man he understands how much women give away of themselves. I'm not saying the opposite sex doesn't give away a lot of themselves too. I'm just saying from my perspective. And it's really people that I've met. I just watch myself and people that I've known, even family, my sister and stuff like that, um, family like that. They've, they've given literally all they can away to people in their lives who they thought would give them that same treatment back, but have done the opposite and let them down and bury them under everything else. Um, bury them under the weight um, that they made them carry, making them feel like less than they are. And that that's always bugged me because they're family. And I'm very protective of my family. Um, yeah, we all drive each other crazy, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to be protective of them. That's where you don't, you don't cross that line. But it all goes full circle back to what I was saying in my podcast. Unfortunate Cookie is the name of the title of the podcast and in the poem that I wrote and the story behind it. And it can apply to literally everything. You know better than to go back to what has hurt you in the past. So my response to my fortune cookie was, well, you say it's time to rekindle an old friendship. And I say, my sense says... Don't do that. Because there's nothing for you in the past. It's all buried. They're all buried in your mind. Literally, I have a graveyard in my mind of people that have had to burn. Everybody else who I know have feel the same way. Either in a five-lane cabinet or they have um, something along those lines where they've kept a tally of how these people have treated them and how they left them in the past. And I have a graveyard in my brain. So I've buried these people in my past and they're staying buried. Because I don't need them. And they don't serve a purpose in my life anymore. Because they've done damage that's... It's, it's been 
you know, restored the damage that they've done, but at the time it was irreversible kind of damage that you just, you can't imagine how it's going to get better because it was just that much. And then even think to consider what you were going through at the time. And it, it sucks. People are like that. But at the end of the day, I find my peace by listening to what my faith says. And I listen, I memorize Bible verses that stick with me. And I, I, I try to learn memorize more of them because I want to know it better. I want to know the word better. I want to be closer than I've ever been to my faith in my life right now. And that's what I've, I've neglected it over the years. And I feel like now, in this time in my life, I'm doing things that I've, I've set out to do by myself. Going to the movies by myself. And it feels so liberating. Going to the bookstore and just reading poetry, having a coffee by myself is magical. And then meeting up with a friend there, hey, that's 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 a, that's a bonus. I'm a friend from whenever. Um... A familiar face, really. Not really a friend. I guess you could say a familiar face. But it's just nice to know that, hey, I'm not entirely alone. There are many people here at the bookstore because books touch people in ways that, you know, maybe music hasn't. Or maybe music music is not doing it today. And books just might. Because I was that person growing up in school that had like three or four books in my hand at a time. And I, look, I was looked at like I had three heads. But they didn't know my home situation. They didn't know that my home was not a home. They didn't know I was afraid for my life every day. Thinking that today's going to be the day I'm probably going to get... Um, my family, this person in my life is actually going to follow through with their threats and probably kill me. They, they didn't know that. So... It just kind of leaves you wondering okay well maybe if I put myself in their shoes I would be able to understand what why they had so many books in their hand maybe they're just trying to escape they're really just trying to escape from where they are right now mentally physically emotionally they're just trying to get out of there um so I had three or four books in my hand at the time sure they were all fantasy related or science fiction or um things that weren't really like obviously not real um but, you know, some people beg, beg to differ. Um, I was reading. I was the chick that had literally two or three of the Twilight series in my hand. Um, those were really popular for me. And they helped me to be creative and be imaginative and not feel like I had to conform to where else, everybody else made was doing at 14, 15 years old. I'm like, nah, no, nah, you're going to find me at the library or you're going to find me at home reading books. Which is basically the same thing with coffee. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna be at home reading, <laughs> or I'm gonna be by the pool when we had a pool. Um, I'm gonna be by the pool reading a book. Um, that's where my peace comes from. Or you find me in my room praying and then reading a book. Like, that's that's where I'm gonna be. Um, my Friday nights still look like that. Uh, Friday nights for me are, well, Friday nights for me are a cup of tea, right? A good book, a journal. So I can write if inspiration strikes. Um, sitting in front of the TV. Bowl of popcorn. Different kinds of snacks. And just sitting there um, with a smoothie that I made. Because I like smoothies. And I'm just chilling in front of the TV. Watching either Harry Potter the whole series. As much as I can watch that day. Or I'm watching um, an, an action series like John Wick. 
because I'm watching that today. Um, or I'm watching the Born Identity um, series, the Born series was really good. I watched it the other day, and then um, I'm, I'm doing one of those things. And I'm just just relaxing. I'm really honestly spending the most time that I can with myself, enjoying my own company because I need to do that. You know, I know what I am and who I am alone, and it's not a bad person. I'm still kind. I'm still considerate. I'm walking around the area of the complex I live at, and people are just leaving their dogs, like, bags are tied up for, you know, when they dump out their dogs' disposable stuff, and they just leave it there. And I'm like, okay. So I use a bag from the dispenser, pick that up, and throw it in the trash, because it's like, that's the right thing to do. So I just put it in the trash, because it's... My my OCD doesn't like that, and it doesn't like the fact that... <laughs> it, it doesn't like the fact that people just kind of leave stuff there, and I'm a very... OCD cleaning person so when things are just like if I see a few dishes in the sink I'm doing all the dishes not just one I'm doing all of them because I can't just leave two dishes in the sink it's crazy just do all of them um so that's that's a little bit more into how my mind works in case you didn't uh, have an idea my mind is always moving way too fast and that's actually kind of helpful sometimes because then it helps me to notice things because I'm very detail-oriented Helps me to notice things like fortune cookies that really apply deeply to my life. Because besides that one that I read to you guys today, there's one under that that says, Your doubts will turn to happiness soon. That one hit me in a time in my life where I couldn't find happiness anywhere. And it was impossible. So I was like, okay, what do I do now? I was kind of just hands in, up in the air like, what, what do I do now? I'm confused. And I read that fortune cookie, and I was like, oh, okay. So I held on to that, and then look what happened after that. After I read that fortune cookie, I moved back to my mom's, and I started getting my um, poetry submitted to different publishers to see how it would work, but I'm still, I'm not even sure about that anymore. So I kind of gave up on that for a while. Um, and then under that, I have another fortune cookie paper that says, nothing is a waste of time if you learn something from it. And that one can be more clear and more correct. So everything that I've been through, everything you've been through, whoever's listening, has been for a reason. And you learn something from it. It's a lesson learned. Now you know what to avoid, who to avoid, the kind of behavior to avoid. If you notice that same kind of behavior in someone else, you notice that same kind of trigger in something else, someone else, you, you just go around it, you avoid it, you... Don't even look in that direction. And I feel like that's really important. Especially now. I mean, we're in 2021. About to be 2022. We all as a whole have to do better. Because it's... People like to say it's just one uh, one gender. It's, it's one group of people. It's one whatever. No, it's all of us. Because we're not... Obviously, we're not perfect. No. Not even close. But we're trying our best to be better than the day before, right? I said that counts for something. So, that's my opinion about that. But, on the other side of my laptop, there's three more fortune cookies. And this one says, go confidently in the direction of your dreams. That's a time in my life when I was really thinking, this was right before I started doing podcasts, that I was like, should I even bother... Like, putting my voice 
with my, my stuff that I write because who's going to listen? Who's genuinely going to listen? And I'd say, oh, wow, she is so annoying. Her voice is so annoying. Her voice, I don't like my own voice, so I get it. My, vo- my own voice actually makes me crazy. I can't listen to my stuff backwards because then I'm just like, wow, my voice, I hate it. <laughs> I don't hate my voice. It's just that the, when you hear your own voice back, you're like, oh, that's how I sound. Um, so, you know, you're kind of your worst critic. But I was like, you know what? If this is actually going to help one person at least, just one person, and they're thinking the same things, but they don't know how to verbalize it, and they're afraid if they do verbalize it or put it on a paper or acknowledge it or try to talk to someone about it, they're going to get shut down because of whatever reason. Well, no, your feelings are valid. I've been hearing that a lot this year. Your feelings are valid. You're allowed to feel what you feel. If you want to cry, male or female, you cry. Because you're allowed to. If someone says, why are you crying? You look you look stupid. You know what? No, you don't look stupid. You look like someone who's human. You look like a human being. You have emotions. And you're allowed to cry. Who said you weren't allowed to? Because I'll find them. Set, them. set them straight. But I'm just tired of hearing that. That people are not allowed to cry because of how they were brought up or because how people have talked to them or whatever has been told to them, whatever society has come up with this, whatever society has come up with this time. Why have you created this, this rule, right? That people aren't allowed to cry because I'm not going to lie. Um, I cry a few times in a day. That's, that's full honesty. I, obviously have issues <laughs> I'm not I'm not perfect hello um that's why I created the podcast to show people that hello there's someone else out there who's going through the same things you're going through probably not the same exact things because no one's the same but has the gist of what you're you're going through and kind of wants to remind you that you're not as alone as you feel I'm sure I can reach you can't talk to you I don't even know who you are but you at least know that someone understands how you're feeling or how you have felt. And you're not alone. And the days do get lighter. And you know what I mean when I say it. The days do get lighter. A lot of days feel heavy. They're, they're drowning days where you feel like someone's actually sitting on you and holding you down in the water. But there's no one there. It's, it's just you're just drowning. right? And I get that. And no one deserves to feel that low. No matter what you've been told, no matter what you're... If your family's the root of that, they suck, you know. And remember, you don't have to do anything about it. Karma takes care of that, so don't, don't even worry about that. Um, and it's funny, because people are like, well, I've been waiting for that karma to happen. And I've been waiting forever, and I feel like it's never going to happen. When am I going to see it? And I said, you can't rush karma. And she has a lot of people to deal with. There's, like, how many people on the planet now? Yeah, there's a little, nobody even knows anymore. So... You, you got to be patient, you know. It might be annoying to wait, but karma always catches up to them. And when it does, you'll hear about it. Somehow, some way, you'll hear about it. And you'll just be, like, giddy. And not in a, like, haha, you deserve that. Maybe you are like that. But I'm going to kind of, when I've seen karma hit people in the way that they deserve, I'm like, hmm, you know, I'm actually feeling sorry for them because I knew when it would come around, it was going to be biblical. That's, that's how bad it was going to be. It was going to be biblical. But, you know, I, I tried my best to be nice to them, um, be kind. And um, for times that I haven't, obviously, 
comrades found me to. But really, it all goes back to that person who made me act that way because of their behavior. Because I'm not the crazy one. Um, I got issues, but I sure as hell not crazy. Um, and then I guess the other two I'll read before I get off the podcast is the two other fortune cookies that are left on the right side of my computer. One says, doing little things well is a step towards doing big things better. That's true, too. Doing simple things that you do throughout the day that are just a normal part of your routine actually help you get to where you're going to get to. And it couldn't be more true. It might not look like it now, but there's always a silver lining in the day. There really is a silver lining. Because... I wasn't seeing that every day. I was just kind of mad that this went wrong and that went wrong and this went wrong and this person has um, let me down and, and, you know, I'm tired of people treating me this way and I'm tired of people just not understanding what no means and I'm tired of repeating myself and it's driving me crazy. And then I have to remember to breathe. And the fact that I'm even looking for a silver lining in a day has helped me to speak positivity into poetry and and speak my feelings onto paper and to stay here where I am and you know what way I mean so that's the truth and the last one says begin the rest is easy that last fortune cookie is probably one of my favorite ones because I begin I woke up this morning right so that means I have so much to do Maybe I don't see it all in front of me right now. Maybe people are going to try to make me think I'm not enough today. Maybe people are going to do what they always do, make me feel small. And make me feel like I'm insignificant. And that I'm, I'm a burden. And that I'm too much to deal with. And I'm a lot of stress. And I'm a lot to take on. And blah, 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 blah. Right? But you know what? At the end of the day, I'm like, wait a minute. I woke up this morning, didn't I? A lot of people aren't that lucky. A lot of people aren't that lucky. Considering this past weekend? Yeah. A lot of people aren't that lucky. So I'm grateful. I count my blessings every day. So listen, I'm grateful that I'm alive. I'm grateful for my life. I'm grateful for the people in it. And for Thanksgiving, you know what I'm saying? I'm grateful for my life. Grateful for my family, even though they drive me completely insane. Um, But I'm grateful for them all the same. Because even though they're not always grateful for me, I'm grateful for them. I'm grateful for the people who have taught me lessons in my life. Because, wow, well, you thought you were tearing me down, you were laughing about it because it was so funny. I was growing from that. My voice is kind of, you know, I got my life a lot. I got, my voice is really deep for, for a teenager or for an adult. For a woman, really. Um, I'm like... See, I was picked on that before, you know, picked on for that, picked on for my lips, picked on for my hair texture, saying my hair wasn't real, even though it is, because my hair's always been real, um, you know, and there's a lot of things like that growing up, and I, it's a lot harder nowadays to bring me down, because I'm like, you gotta try harder than that, buddy, <laughs> yes. um, I have a thick skin, bud, um, but, you know, when I was younger, it was different. And people loved to tear you down for those things. And I'm like, really? I have a deep voice for a teenager, for an adult, you know, um, 
picked on you for like hair on your body and it's like that's that's totally fine and you want to know why it's fine because as an adult what are we embracing now in 2021 for women we're embracing body hair right we're embracing full lips people who aren't even my ethnicity are going out and getting full lips they're not real lips though they're fake but you know and here I was growing up people were actually bullying me for those things and I'm like really <laughs> because this is all stuff that's being embraced now it's being embraced it's literally the pinnacle of beauty to have full lips thick eyebrows right thick curly hair right curvy they used to be really really sickly thin and it it's just funny to me how things have changed and it all goes back to beginning the rest is easy because i woke up right even in the midst of all that crap i woke up i'm still gonna go do what i gotta do the rest is easy beginning is the hardest part getting up and actually getting out of the bed that day that's actually an accomplishment for people who are going through any kind of mental um, health issues. That's an accomplishment. Good for you that you got out of the bed today. Because that's, that's really hard. And I totally get it. There are days I don't want to get out of the bed. And I just don't. I'm like, no, I'm going to stay in the bed. I'm, I'm staying in the bed a few times this week. I'm not getting out of the bed. I'm just, I'm done. I just want to take a nap. I'm going to eat, maybe, maybe eat. I don't even feel like eating. I might just have a smoothie or something. If I even feel like making that, I might just have whatever. Might not eat at all. I'm just going to lay in bed and do nothing. But if you even got out of the bed today, and that's been hard for you to do lately, because the weight is just so heavy and it's weighing you down, you don't feel like you can even do anything. You can't even breathe correctly because you're just that weighed down. All I can do is offer you some words of peace and hope something that really has stuck with me from the time um i had moved back during a really time really probably the hardest time in my life the time i had moved back to my mom's um from the relationship i was in and i moved back and the first thing i thought i needed to do to rid myself of that that ache that pain that betrayal was you know what I'm going to get a tattoo. So I went uh, with one of the people that I considered a friend at the time. Turned out they weren't. Um, whatever. But I went to uh, a tattoo shop. And I don't remember where the area was. I can't remember the name of the place. I think I might have a card somewhere buried in my boxes. Because I packed everything already. Um, who knows. But it's... Uh, it was a great place. I went there and I got my tattoo done. And something I can actually offer as a bit of help. Guidance. Even if you don't pray, pray, wait, and trust. And if you don't feel like praying, if it's not a part of your life, it's not a part of your um, belief system, that's fine. I'll pray for you. Pray on behalf of you. Because that's... It might help. I know it will, but I'm telling you it might help because I don't, you know. 
I don't want to be that person that's just pushy with my faith. But I'm also not quiet about it either. Some people ask, oh, what do you, what do you do? When you, when you're feeling absolutely low, 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 what do you do? I pray. I listen to positive music and I pray. I let a really good scented candle that gives me peace. Matter of fact, get yourself a candle. Doesn't matter who's listening. Get yourself a candle. That's something that's nostalgic for you. Something that makes you think of a part, a time in your life that was so perfect. A time, a moment in your life where you could just actually picture that moment. And if there's a scent for that candle, get that candle. Treat yourself to the candle. And just light it and just let it fill the room. And just breathe. Breathe in the, the smell of that nostalgia. And just let yourself feel everything you're feeling harm you know but let yourself feel everything you're feeling and if you need someone to be there then have someone there it's really therapeutic it's helped me it's a candle i got from uh kohl's and it's called uh fall in love and it's three layers actually it's a pretty thick candle but it's fantastic it smells like crisp air and like you're going apple picking and like it's just magical and I smell the smell and it takes me back to New Jersey when I was there for the fall and it just it smells just like where I want to be and that takes me back to a time in my life where I, I just want to I want to be there I want to see the leaves changing I want to feel the breeze I want to be physically there I want to just be around family I haven't you know spent as much time with as I should because they're, they're obviously far away um, I want to do all that so I suggest getting a candle the candle will definitely pull you out of whatever you're feeling as long as it's something that's nostalgic like a smell you can pinpoint like you know what when I was little I I remember having this birthday and we had cupcakes and there was like there was laughter and joy and people were around me and I felt safe and I was happy and I was over the moon and then the next day wasn't great but that moment was amazing. Get yourself a birthday cake scented candle or a cupcake scented candle. Whatever one's the closest to what you're trying to remember. I suggest it. It helps me. Matter of fact, I'm going to let mine now and get to reading. So I do hope that this podcast touched you in some way. Touched your soul, you know. And it reminded you to keep going. Because best believe, I don't have to see anybody or or get acknowledgments from anyone. To know anybody who's listening is not having an easy time right now. Maybe on the outside, people who don't know you, people who even do know you, believe the mask that you're wearing. That you're fine. You're good. You got it under control. You got it all by yourself. You're independent. You can do it all by yourself. You don't need anybody's help. I get that. I really, really sincerely get that. But you can't fight this battle alone. You might think you're fighting it alone, but you're not. Not while I'm here. I'm sure I don't have to know you. But I'll just tell you you're not carrying that weight alone. Because you're not. And it looks like it from the outside, right? 
physically, it looks like you're carrying it alone. Because where is everybody? Where are these people that, that she says that, that are here for me? You don't have to see them. You don't have to even believe that they're there. But I can guarantee you, you're not carrying this weight alone. Trust me. It does get better. And every morning you have the option to hit restart, hit refresh. And say, today is going to be a better day. If not today, then it's tomorrow. If not tomorrow, then the next day. It's If all you do is try today, I say you're winning. You're already ahead of the game. You're ahead of the curve. You won. You won. Because the goal of the negative thoughts that are trying to drown you, that goal is to make sure you don't win and you don't see the victory. You don't see the sun. You don't see anything. It's really trying to make sure you're not here. But what it doesn't know is you have people like me who don't know you, who are praying real hard for everyone who listens to my stuff and for everyone who interacts with it, people who just look at the stuff I put when I um I used to post on the blog and stuff. For every person who reads, listens, whatever, they don't know. The negative thoughts, the negative thinking part of your mind doesn't know you have someone fighting for you. It doesn't even know you. But wants to see you do everything you've set out to do. Wants you to be successful. Wants you to be happy. Wants you to feel joy again. To feel love again. To love yourself. It's enough neglected by anybody. Not even you. So, you remind them of that. When they try to tell you lies about yourself. You don't belong here. You, you don't have a purpose. Nobody needs you. You have no one talking to you. There's no one in your life. All that stuff, trust me, I've been hearing that a lot this week. I've been hearing it on a repeat. And you know what's really funny about all that? We're still here. You're listening. That means you're still here. You won. I'm still here. I guess I'm, I won too. Because I'm not in the ground, am I? No. It's kind of vague and kind of grim to say it like that, but that's the ultimate goal of the negative thoughts in your mind. They're trying to make sure you don't see tomorrow. Oh, but you will. You will see tomorrow. Because I guarantee that on my life. You will see tomorrow. You will breathe again. You will believe in love again. You will have hope. You will be able to trust. You will be able to trust. I guarantee that. It's going to take time. And it's annoying. Yeah, I know. But it's going to take time. And when you're ready, you'll know. Because that person will be everything. Everything and more. Than you've ever expected. Than you've ever wanted. And you will always get what you need and not what you want. That's another reminder. But... Who am I, right? I'm just a Looney Tune. <laughs> I'm a 27-year-old Looney Tune who writes poetry and chronicles my life and talks about mental health and how we shouldn't be stereotyped for that and called crazy and that we should keep going even when 
every part of our mind says don't. Because that's why I'm still here. Because I had somebody remind me of that. And that's why I'm still here. Please don't give up. And remember, whenever the past tries to resurface, remember why it's in the past. So as always, thanks for tuning in. And thanks for listening to the podcast. I'll be back on Wednesday.